Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the huddle. 1021 on this Sunday morning. Dave Schwartz, along with Pete Nigerian. Great to have you with us this morning on 830-WCCO. Our first guest this morning is a former NFLer, St. Paul native, Played in the Super Bowl as well. Ray Hitchcock joins us this morning. Morning, Ray, guys. Good morning to you. Hey, thanks so much for joining us this morning. With which Super Bowl? What was it in eighty? Is it eighty? It was in eighty eight, right? Is that yeah? The it was the uh, it was thirty first of um, the January of nineteen eighty eight. So of, of all the pomp, all the circumstance, everything that get that that is around the Super Bowl. When you think back to it, what is the first memory? of a Super Bowl experience from a player's perspective. What what sticks out to you? Well, you know, there's so much going on that week. I was actually, I got, prior to playing the Vikings in the NFC Championship, I had a, a knee reconstructed. I had blew out my ACL. And so getting ready was, was pretty easy for me. I was on crutches watching. <laughs> and... Um, but just the overall experience, the, the one thing that stands out the most is the experience of meeting Mr. and Mrs. Reagan uh, at the White House in a, in a uh, Rose Guard ceremony. Uh, that was really a special time. Uh, my wife, at the t- uh, girlfriend at the time, but wife now, was with me, and uh, we shared that experience. And it, just the overall parade down Washington, Constitution Avenue and so much uh, stuff to do after that was, was quite, a, quite a spectacle. And, Ray, it was a special uh, game when you really think about things, right? Because, you know, you're playing at the Murph. You've got Joe Gibbs, one of the great coaches of all time. And then, uh, of course, your quarterback, you know, Doug Williams. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about that. And Could you see the confidence that he had, that he looked like he had during the Super Bowl? Yeah, I could, uh, Peter, just because, you know, we, we spotted him 10 points, uh, to get, uh, to get the game going and ended up winning 42 to 10. So in, uh, answer to Dave's question, which is my favorite Super Bowl, obviously it would be the, the one I was involved in and, and <laughs> very, uh, very special day. He was such a great leader. You know, our season started with, uh, Jay Schrader, who was, um, our starting quarterback probably through about week eight. And then Dave, uh, Doug Williams took over the, the, the huddle and really just did an outstanding job. To get to that game, we had to go to Chicago because we did not have home field advantage. And then we were fortunate to host the NFC Championship game against the Vikings, which we won and obviously moved forward uh, from there. So uh, just a great season. Doug Williams is a great player, great man, and uh, a great leader of our football team. Ray Hitchcock joining us this morning on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Uh, you brought up Doug Williams. I, I had a chance to cover 
heard Doug Williams when he was the head coach at Grambling down in Louisiana, and, and okay. he was by far the most entertaining coach uh, to, to sit and chat with, not just because he knew football, but, because, but he was hilarious. But he, he had this confidence and swagger about him that I felt like you instantly got in the room. And I'm wondering when he was a player, did he have that? I, I, would, I feel like if you're an NFL quarterback, especially one that didn't start the season, you have to have that chip on your shoulder. Did, did he possess that quality when he was a player? You know, I think he did, and, and coming out of those games, um, years in Tampa, when the you know the team wasn't very good, and had uh, just a terrible offensive line down there, he inherited a great group in Washington, and uh, you know certainly was a great leader for us, and uh, just an absolute missile on his shoulder. He could throw it halfway down the field, <laughs> and, uh, just quite a leader for us. Ray, how about the idea that you guys? Go into that game, the Denver Broncos, and, and, and tell me why is it that it felt like you guys had such a dominating game to win that football game the way you did? 42-10. to 10. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah, it was not close. What was it about that team? Well, I think the offensive line, and it was a group, of Peter, that had, um, you know, they went to um, a Super Bowl in 82, beat the Dolphins, and then came back and lost to the Raiders uh, the following year. And so this was an, a veteran group that certainly could that played very well when they got uh, when we got out to San Diego and a confident group, very good on defense, uh, a staff that was together a long time, and uh, just a just a, a great day for for Washington football. Hey Ray, I, I was as I was kind of researching this, and just correct me if I'm wrong here, but was this the same season that the, that there was mid a mid season strike? It was early. Early in the season, early, yeah. I think earlier week in the two season. we went on, yep, and got that so, resolved, and then moved forward on onto the season. And we had um, uh, a decent season. I think we were ten and four, ten and twelve and four, something like that. And uh, but we did not have home field advantage because Chicago yeah. was a great team, and we had to go there to win. And it was actually Walter Payton's last game mm-hmm. in Chicago. So yeah. kind of a unique uh, story towards that. When, when you come out of that, that, that you know, you, you have the labor dispute, comes back together, did, did that galvanize the group? Did, did you guys as a team, were you, were you a little click, were you more clicked together uh, after all of that? Yeah, I think so. I think the, it was a veteran group of guys, uh, guys like Dave Butts, and a sad, this offseason, you know, we lost Dave uh, mm-hmm. recently, he passed, but um, we had Art Monk and, and Doug Williams, and the, and the leadership on the team really kept everything together, and that, uh, that's kind of how it was directed throughout the strike. And I will say this, there was uh, there were some great players on the defensive side of the ball that didn't get as much credit for the right reasons. You had the Hogs, you had you know so much talent on that offense. But I think the reality was that the uh, the defense had some pretty daggone good talent as well. Peter, that's a good point. We got Daryl Green uh, at corner, um, Dexter Manley, uh, very good. Olkowitz and Milan at uh, linebackers, very talented group. The ageless Daryl Green. Uh, that guy played the ageless forever. Daryl played forever. Yeah. He was incredible, wasn't he? And a wonderful person, Dave. Yeah. I mean, just a first-class guy. That's the one thing that I noted when I got out there. Everybody was, once you made the team and, and you knew that, or they knew you were going to be around, it was much more user-friendly with, with, the, with the other players. And we certainly appreciated that. And Jacoby and Grimm and Bostic and those guys were just wonderful guys. 
does it make a does it make a difference with that extra week? This is some it's something that I always wonder about in, in terms of preparation because I feel like and and you guys both have way more football experience than I do, so I'll say that with a caveat. But it feels like that extra week sometimes can almost you can focus on the wrong things. You can almost over prepare for a game. Is that something that can happen as you had that extra week getting ready for it? Yeah, I don't. I think it, it lets the body heal a little bit more, and you get two yeah. weeks of rest after going through seventeen weeks of collisions. <laughs> it uh, your body's going to be a lot better, and your preparation. The that's a long time to get ready for one team, but they're. Uh, I, I think it's more beneficial to have time off to have uh, players heal, and then and then get their best results uh, two weeks out. Ray, did you have any of the guys on the team that you were worried about because of all the fun they might be having in San Diego before the kickoff of the game? Well, Dexter <laughs> comes to mind, but I think they had a chaperone for him and made sure that uh, made sure that the eight thirty bed check was uh, was certainly you know how close Tijuana is down there, so you can certainly go and and work, connect with somebody from the Chamber of Commerce and walk around. <laughs> Oh, but no, everybody behaved. I think you go back to Peter, the fact that it's a, a veteran group of guys that were there mm-hmm. on a business trip, and it, it's it, we carried ourselves. There was it was a good group, good group of, of veteran players that kind of over watched everybody, which was important. Ray Hitchcock, our guest here uh, this morning on the um, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Ray, is there one story that you can tell us of Super Bowl <laughs> week? Those two weeks. Where you went, oh boy, you know what, this is what I'm going to hang on to for a really long time. Maybe it won't ever get told, or maybe it will. Uh, you know, I think the the experience you had post when we won, we're in the locker room, and just the joy of, of seeing, especially the coaching staff. Uh, coach Gibbs was a wonderful man and, and just a great coach and had surrounded himself with great coaching. Bugle and Charlie Taylor and Richie Pettibone, all those guys were part of a, a long standing staff with uh, with coach Gibbs and they just you could you could see the joy with those guys and it was a it was a pretty fun 2 hours in that locker room afterwards <laughs> Well Ray I we greatly appreciate your time you this bet, morning guys. thank you Enjoy the Super Bowl, uh, and, and thanks for the fun stories and the fun chat. Appreciate it. I've got to share one story with you. I did this oh, please. sports huddle back in 1985. Oh, there you go. While Sid had uh, Foggy and I in in studio, and then he took us over to the Rosewood room for Ooh. brunch. And Foggy and I probably had five bucks between us. And so we step in there, scared to death we're going to have to pick up the check, but I want to confirm that Sid did buy his brunch that day. How about it? He had a bigger expense account than we did. <laughs> right. Right. I'll go to Waffle House with Pete. There you go. Hey, I love Waffle House. How times have changed, right? How times have changed. Exactly. I love it. Thanks so much, Ray. On, those, uh, on the money that Sid was pulling out of that pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Ray, thanks a lot for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Okay. Uh, Ray, thanks, Ray Hitchcock. Former NFLer, St. Paul native, played for the Gophers, uh, played in the, was in the Super Bowl, didn't play, talked about that injury, but some fun stories this morning, Pete. Uh, we are, we're running late, but Ray was worth it. It was great. We'll yeah. come back. We'll chat about some more Super Bowl stuff as well. You're listening to the huddle on News Talk 830 WCCO. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.